And I began to think about uh, what the Lord would want me to share today. You know, it feels like Christmas is like early or something. I don't, I mean, being that this is the 2nd of December, December just got here faster than I was expecting. I don't know if it is about you. I know merchandising started six months ago for Christmas, but uh, there are, for those of y'all are keeping track, 23 days left, shopping days left for Christmas, but... uh, sounds bad doesn't it but but i want to um to say that uh what the lord put on my heart is to really uh, allow us or remind us of what this season really is about and i know we know that uh, up in here but we need it in front of us uh what we have in front of us today by the way is uh, an advent wreath and and i know some of you grew up with that and but some of you didn't so i was going to give just a little explanation on that uh advent is a time of preparing it's a time much like the lent is before easter which is reflecting on uh, what this whole season's about it's a preparation towards celebrating uh, the birth of christ but can i say it should be a time not about a historical event it's a time to, to talk no, not only about the Christ child long ago, but you know Jesus is coming back. And we need to be reminded that what we're doing on this side of eternity matters. And, and if you haven't found Christ, that's an important component, but living out Christ prior to that is all part of a plan that he has. And so this called Christmas, I don't know about you, I need to be reminded because I get into some of these parking lots of some of the malls and I kind of lose my church attitude I mean I just I have to be careful I have to got to bring it back and go bless them Lord thank you I had that parking place the turn signal was on and they slipped in there I don't know about you you know can you imagine the church getting up and and all everybody claims jesus going into the malls and the shopping and i'm sure this happened on black friday and you know say, oh no here you can have that one that I'd, I'd rather you have that oh bless you bless you let you ha- wouldn't that be something it doesn't happen okay but we've got to be reminded and, and so we have a an advent wreath and you can do this at home by the way and some of you may do it but first of all there's a wreath and this wreath many times is cedar or evergreen because they last so long and it indicates you know a, a, a long lasting or everlasting we use artificial so it'll last forever but it, it it is it is really meaning that god's with us he's ever present and that's kind of what if it had um berries on it red berries that would represent his blood but when we look at the first candle the first purple candle it symbolizes hope and that's what actually one of the families came and and lit today and it's this it's called a prophecy candle it's it's a hope and if you knew what was the world was like prior to christ it wasn't good in fact it, it was it, it, it was uh, uh dark and and we're going to see a little video here in a little bit that's going to depict what was going on uh, really before christ came into the world but more more importantly do you remember what it was like before christ came into your life I don't know about you, I walked in darkness. And even after uh, Christ coming into my life, I have to, uh, to push back darkness with the truth of Christ. I have to call upon him because I don't know about you, I have that stuff trying to come, and come back on me. Do you have temptations? Yeah. Well, I need that too. This is the prophecy candle. That's the first candle. The first week is called hope. The next week is, uh, well, let me, let me touch on, on the scripture. Romans 15, 13 says this. May the God of hope do what? 
fill you with all joy and peace in believing can i tell you if your joy and your peace is less you got to investigate what are you believing in today oh i know we've got jesus and salvation here but what about today what are you believing in today have you given today to god and if you don't have peace and you don't have joy and you say but pastor you don't realize what i'm fighting let me tell you what what your joy and peace in is not in the physical it's in the supernatural it's in what christ has done for you it's about the future as well as the present and how many are, are glad this morning that your past has been forgiven? Those of, I mean, can you imagine if that hadn't happened? Your life would be so much different. But it's hope, and may the hope, so that the power of the Holy Spirit, see, the reason you want to have this, this joy and this hope because of believing is so that the power of the Holy Spirit may abound in hope in you. Amen? That's what we want to do, his hope. Second week will be the second purple candle, and it represents faith. It's called the Bethlehem candle to, in some circles that you refer to it as that, and it's really about the journey. And we're all on a journey, and there's a, there's a, a, a following the Lord's will. It's, 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 a, it's faith. It's trusting in yet what you ar haven't arrived to. The third can, uh, well, let me, Luke 3, 4. You'd think I'd get this figured out since I made the slides. Okay. As it is written in the book of the words of Isaiah the prophet, the voice of one crying in the wilderness says, prepare ye, or prepare the way of the Lord and make his path straight. The third thing is a pink candle or a rose-colored candle, and it represents joy. We get songs like, joy to the world. You know, it's like trying to take off. Okay, joy to the world. It's a shepherd's candle. It's, it's a liturgical color for joy. It reminds us of the joy. You know, if you go to this uh, uh, Luke chapter 2, 9 and 10, it says this, and the angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord, come imagine the glory of the Lord. Isn't that awesome? It appeared to them, uh, 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 and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with what? fear at first but it says and the angel said that him fear not for behold i bring to you good news of great joy that are for just the people in this church for all people that's what his intentions were and then we go to the fourth candle it's a back to purple it symbolizes peace peace on earth goodwill towards men that's his heart that's his character that's what he wants you to bear witness to as you go out into the world, as you're at home. And again, check your peace. If your peace isn't there, then you're probably leaning on the wrong understanding. All right. John 14, 27 says, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you, not as the world gives it do I give to you. No, do not let your hearts be troubled, nor be fearful peace and then the last candle which we will light on new year's eve we'll have a service here at six o'clock it'll be a candlelight service excuse me what did i say you know what i'm so glad she's up here helping me out she's constant i think i got whatever dave had i don't know but but uh no it's christmas and, and we're gonna have a candlelight and the kids will have a kid's story and it'll be a, be a great thing but it talks it's about the the christ candle it's about purity it's white uh and it's in the center as christ needs to be the center of our life i, I came across a video 
And again, this video kind of explains a little bit or kind of takes us through a journey of before Jesus was here. See, what we're going to celebrate on December 25th is God stepping out of heaven in the form of a Christ child and through that entered a manger, entered the world we live in, and everything changed. Amen? Let's follow along here as you direct your attention to the screens. It's dark. The world lies in sin and error pining. The shadows are conspiring. But a light is coming. The Lord has been quiet for four centuries. The prophets are gone. There are no signs to see. It's silent. But let me tell you something, a voice is coming. The patriarchs are long dead. The judges were traded for a bunch of crowned heads. This monarchy though, consistently failed and misled. No system is working, but there's a new king coming. Man's dead in religion. Legalism reigns. Ceremonial acts which are just simply profane. The law is not working. But a new covenant is coming. The people are defiling. The rituals God is despising. Even the priests are compromising. And the sin offerings, they're worthless sacrificing. Oh, but get ready, because a lamb is coming. The temple is a den of thieves. A brood of vipers are the Pharisees. Same too for the Sadducees. They don't even know there's a new high priest coming. Nations are suffering. Evil is chuckling. And the faithful are left wondering, does God even care? Oh, let me tell you something. Emmanuel is coming. God's people desire a glorious king. The world is yearning for eternity. A perfect sacrifice each soul desperately needs. It's a silent night. But hope is in sight. The most precious gift God is bestowing. The Bethlehem star begins glowing. Let the good news start growing. A baby is coming. I believe this year is one of those years that God wants to invade like he did over 2,000 years ago. He wants to come into some places that maybe it's a neighbor that you live with, maybe it's a co-worker, maybe it's in your own heart, maybe it's in some areas that you haven't given him lordship over, but God wants to come into this season like never before. 
He doesn't mind Christmas trees. He doesn't mind wrappings and gifts and all the credit card debt. That's mute point. He wants to invade hearts and minds and your worship. And he wants that to do that across his body, but also for those that are lost. So, you know, a child is coming was what the name I was going to name today. But really, I really want to talk about what child is this. What child that we, are, we, we believe in, that what child that we're going to talk a little bit about, what is this child and what is he to you, really? And what will he be to your family? What will he be in your planning? What child is this? Isn't it interesting, on, speaking of children, that every parent that is about to expect a newborn has uh, a time to decide on a name? Have you, have you noticed that? And, and names come are, are, are come you know developed in a lot of different ways sometimes it's your honoring family most of you may or may not know this my name is William Floyd Williams the third short WW3 no. that was before Christ okay uh, but no, that was a, I have a, a heritage that way now when Laurie and I began to have children we decided on David Adam Sarah and Caleb and that doesn't mean one's right and one's not right no it's just and some people like to just name you know names like Mutt and Jeff or something or Cheech and Chong I don't know where they get all those things but 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 you never know where things come from now how do some of y'all know what I was just talking about all right that's like up in smoke or something anyway but names are important and because a name, once you receive that name, you live with that pretty much the rest of your life, uh, at least for a long time. And if the names, uh, name many times defines you, many times a name you aspire to. You know, there's a name, for instance, depending on who you are. Here's one, Charles Philip Author George Windsor. I mean, some people need a lot of names, right? And you think, why is that? Is that an important name? Well, it is because we know him by Prince Charles in the media that's his name charles philip author george windsor and i don't know if that's because there's a castle need to be in every name or whatever but anyway but uh jesus before his birth was given multiple names and he's got many names after i'm going to share some but isaiah the prophet 700 years before jesus was born came up and and or proclaimed this about this child he said for to us a child is born or unto us to us a son is given and the government will be on his shoulders and he will be called wonderful counselor and mighty god and everlasting father and prince of peace those are four names for the christ child before he was ever born when you see these it reveals uh, these four names of jesus it reveals it kind of unlocks a character that uh, that that we saw displayed in the new testament we we get of course caroling our our, our music from this time uh about the handles messiah for unto us a child is born you know that one and there's others that we run into also uh, like this one and i want to see if you all remember this you anybody remember this That's why there's words up there. This is who we're talking about. 
Here we go. So we pause today and we ask ourselves, what child is this to me? What child is this that my children see in me? What child is this that my co-workers see in me? When you look at these four names and we begin to define these four names briefly, we see wisdom and we see power and we see security. We see assurance. The first name that Isaiah shared was the wonderful counselor. When you think of the wonder of a counselor is really what that means. It speaks of the wisdom in his plan. And the word wonderful means astonishing. He has astonishing ability. He has an extraordinary ability. The writers of the Old Testament use it even when they talk about the acts of God that man can't understand. It's that kind of definition. And when you say counselor, it's an advisor. It's an ideal ruler. And so when you put them together, it, it, it's, uh, it gives us the indication that, that when we follow him, when we follow him, he's always going to give us great advice. When we follow him, we will leave darkness and turn and walk into the blazing daylight of his truth. That's why if you're in darkness, if you're wondering why certain areas of your life aren't alive, it's because you need to let him uh, into those areas. He needs to give you counsel and you need to follow that and you'll find that to be great. So this tiny baby, as we see all of the wisdom of heaven, all the wisdom of God wrapped up in swaddling clothes. So what is this? What child is this? This is the wonderful counselor. The second name that he uses, mighty God. It's a, a, a means or it speaks of the power of accomplishment. You know, here's this baby born in a major. He was not just the son of God, but he was also God the son. And there's a difference with that. The fullness of heaven, the fullness of God dwelling in the Lord Jesus Christ, this baby in the manger. In fact, when we do the, the uh, uh, Christmas Eve service, we're going to have a manger. And we thought about a real baby, but it's hard to get them to stay okay for an hour. So we'll, it'll probably be an imitation baby. But think about that. Think about what we imagine when we look at the Christ child. This, this, uh, this title, the word translated mighty is the word Gabor, which means the strong one, the, the, the powerful, the, the valiant warrior. He's a warrior. He's not just cuddly and cute. He is a powerful counselor, and he is a mighty God. That means that the plans that he makes is also the plans that he can make happen. He looks at you, and he sees your present, and he knows your past, but what you don't have that he has is your future. And it says, I've made plans for you if you'll follow along. And not only will I make plans that I just hope you can do, he says, look, follow me, and it will be because of me. And that's the difference. It will be because of me. Infinite might. This little baby 
with the power in those little bitty fists. I had the beautiful opportunity. Uh, had three grandbabies in this last weekend, and the littlest is finally, you know, ex- has expression. It doesn't look just like a burrito. I mean, you know, <laughs> when they're very, very, when they're two weeks old, it's a burrito. Kind of look. You put the burrito stuff in, and the burrito. Anyway, <laughs> bean burritos. I don't know. Uh, I better move on. But I love their little hands. I love the, the inquisitiveness. And I was thinking about the Christ child that we picture, that in those little fists, the, whole, the strength of the divine, the omnipresence, the omnipotence, the, 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 all the capacities of our Lord found in this Christ child. So what child is this? He's the mighty God. The third name was given is the everlasting father. See, he's, in Hebrew, it's a phrase that literally means the father of eternity. He, he's, he speaks of the purpose he, of, of his coming. He, it's before, it's above, it's beyond time. He owns time. He's the everlasting father. And he cares for people that way. And he, he can give eternal life. Can I tell you, that's why he's the only one that can give you life. Unlike a, a biological father, when we think of life, it's, it's, it has a, an end in mind, but when you think of eternal life, you need an eternal father. He's the everlasting father. Number four, the prince of peace. You start looking at the prince, the, the prince who is going to bring peace. The, his whole coming literally means the prince that brings peace. And he, he, it, it speaks of the effect of his coming and this battle, this climax that is before him. He, he's the prince, meaning he's a general of, of an army. And he means that he has the, the high position. He has authority overall. And the word peace is speaking of his basic nature. And when he enters any place that you allow him to come in, if you look historically, wherever they wrote about him, peace followed him. Peace Peace was in front of him. Peace was on him. And that's the peace that you can experience when you allow him to invade your soul. Folks, we have a world that is running anemic on Christ. Oh, we've got our, inner, our, our eternity secure, but, but we forget to bring him in every day and say this is the day that the Lord's made. And I'm going to rejoice and be glad in it. And I don't care what kind of day the world's throwing at you. I'm talking about his day for you. What child is this? He's the Prince of Peace. There are many other names. I would like to share a few if you give, have, give me a moment. Many other names, obviously, Emmanuel, Jesus, Yahweh. But this list that I found, which again isn't exhaustive, I believe fits this Christ child and it fits this season for us. He's the Almighty One. He's the Alpha and He's the Omega. He's the Advocate. He's the Author and Perfecter of Faith. He's our authority. He is the Bread of Life. He's the Beloved Son of God. He's the Bridegroom and the Chief Cornerstone. He is the Deliverer, and faith and truth are His. And He's the Good Shepherd, the Great High Priest, the Head of the Church, the Holy Servant. He's the I Am. The Emmanuel, the indescribable gift. He's the judge. He is the king of kings and he is the lamb of God. He's the light of the world. 
lion in the tribe of judah he's the lord of all he's the mediator and the messiah and he's the mighty one the one who sets us free do you know what child this is our hope our peace our prophet our redeemer he is the risen lord amen is he that to you he's my rock he sacrifices for our sin he's the savior he is the son of god he is the son of most high he's the supreme creator overall he is the resurrection and the life the door the way the word the vine that's true and he is truth he's victorious and he's the wonderful counselor mighty god everlasting father and the prince of peace do you know this lord that we're talking about who is this child see i i as we go into this season it's so so easy to be focused on dirty santa gifts and 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 turkeys and hams and and the people are with you or turkeys i'm talking about cooking turkeys but you know those in-laws and the outlaws and i think it was already shared we can get so distracted that i thought it would be important today for us to be retuned to who we're talking about see the manger is just as impacting as the cross because without christ coming the world wouldn't have the ability to have a savior he came because he loved but will you miss him i found another video that i'd like us to close and then we'll close with prayer but what i want to know as you listen to this video is will you see yourself asking the questions will i notice him this year in all that i do let's direct our attention to the screen I've always wondered if I'd been at the stable that night. Would I have seen a king or just a baby? If I'd stood there with the shepherds listening to stories about choirs of angels, would I have asked, what child is this? Or would I have known that he someday would be the shepherd of all? If I'd watched wise men bring valuable gifts, and kneel down under the guard of heavenly wonders. Would I have understood that he was the one in whom I'd find all wisdom? And that he was the greatest gift of all. Just as that baby was held by his mother. He would hold me. He would hold me with his amazing grace. And his adoption by his father Joseph would be a picture of my adoption into God's family. Who could comprehend that this baby who was defenseless, swaddled, and held, would someday be the one holding me in his hands. I didn't witness a star moving across the sky, or scores of angels proclaiming his birth, but somehow in the middle of my ordinary world, this extraordinary baby's birth found a place in my worn down, beat up heart. So like all those people who saw him, He's the one I've been waiting for. To repair me. Redeem me. Love me. Forgive me. Comfort me. Help me. Die for me. Raise me to life. So what child is this? He's the one who comes to save me. He's the one who comes to save me. To save me. To save me. He's the one who comes to save me. you'll stand with me i believe 
that there are some in this room that need to be saved. Now you say, Pastor, that sounds uh, rhetorical because you know most of us are. And let me just explain. I, I believe there's some of you that have given your heart to Jesus, but there's some things that he needs to still save you from. I believe there's some areas in your life that he's not Lord over, and you have been battling that area long enough. And this year, in 2018, God wants to save you from that, whatever that is. I believe there may be some in this room that have never truly been saved for the rest of their life by giving their heart to Jesus. And I would not want you to go through this Christmas season thinking it's all about christmas trees and ornaments and a cute little baby it's about a savior it's about someone that came with a purpose a specific purpose he came to die that baby came for you and me and everyone in this room but he came saying will you choose me and I would say today if that's one of you then before you leave you need to say Lord <laughs> I need you to save me I need a savior so whatever your position if it's I've never said yes to him or I am struggling in some areas can you, can you just agree with me that the prince of peace the mighty God, the everlasting Father. He's here to set you free. Let's bow our heads today. Father God, I know that you know the hearts of everyone here, and we first thank you for the salvation and the saving us from our past and saving us from present things and saving us from the future that would have been without you without us saying yes. So we praise you, Lord, for the Christ's child and for Calvary. And Father, we pray that anyone in here, we're just joining together to lift up that anyone that has not confirmed in their heart that you're Lord, that they know today beyond a shadow of a doubt that their name's written in the Lamb's book of life. Father, if there's someone that can't say, I know that for sure, that today you'd move across their heart and they would say yes. And Father, there are many, because we're flawed human beings without you, there are many of us that know you, many of us that have been secured for our eternity, but we fight daily and weekly with things. And Lord, we need to be saved from those things. And you're the answer. May you invade those areas. Every person that is in their heart reaching to you over that issue and that situation, may you invade it and free them and bring healing bring hope and bring your peace father we love you we thank you for your love for us and lord we're about to go out <laughs> first is the body but really as followers of you and father i pray and each of us pray that we will have your might and we'll have your love that we won't miss you and be too busy during this season and may we go out thinking somebody else, my life may be purposed today for somebody else's kingdom's sake.
But let us go out as your missionaries. Let us be light bearers and the bearer of the good news. And God's people said, Amen. Amen. God bless you all. We're dismissed. Hug somebody before you leave and go take the field.